about the best of life in Harrogate. This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Here we go again then. Hello, my name is Pete Edgerton. I present weekdays between 10 and 2 on Your Harrogate, which you can listen to via the website, yourharrogate.co.uk. We've got the app. You can download the free app. You can get us on DAB in the car, and you can also launch us on your smart speaker if you've not done so already. Some amazing competitions around at the moment, including one that is absolutely perfect if you're a dog owner and you're into Valentine's Day. Oh, Love is in the air for dog owners. Some awesome prizes, all thanks to Rip and Bid. Take a look at the win page of yourharrogate.co.uk. And whilst you're there, thanks to Harrogate College, you can nominate somebody for our very first Young Person of the Year Award. Who do you know who deserves recognition who is aged 21 and under? Now, in this episode of the podcast, as I like to do at the end of the week, focus on sport, invariably it's local football, and very much Harrogate Town, the feature this week. So we're going to be chatting about the Hall of Fame, which has been launched for Harrogate Town. And first of all, new signing Anthony O'Connor, who has joined from Morecambe and is very much looking forward to getting stuck in against Sutton this weekend after a battling point against Stevenage. So, Anthony, first of all, how are you settling in at Harrogate Town? Yeah, really good. Um, the lads were, were brilliant with me from day one since I walked through the door. Knew a few familiar faces from playing against them throughout the years. And, yeah, they made it really easy for me to settle in. And I suppose it was a good thing that I had a game quite quickly on the Saturday. So, um, yeah, I was straight in at the deep end and, you know, managed to get a half-decent result. So, yeah, um, it's been good so far. Yeah, really good result against Stevenage. The gaffer said that you would have easily taken a point before the game kicked off, given where they are in the league and the fact that they were coming off that fantastic victory over over Villa in the Cup. How was it for you to get going so quickly, you know, get in a Harrogate Town shirt and and show your teammates and and the fans what you can do? Yeah, I suppose for me it was just, I like just getting in amongst it quite quickly. Um, and it was a game that, you know, obviously they were a good side and they're near the top end of the league for a reason. And I wanted to show what I could do against one of the better teams in the league and what better way to do it than do it against them. So it was um, important for me to come into the side and, you know, put on a, a decent performance. And, you know, thankfully we managed to get a decent result. Disappointed in that we didn't, you know, you went to every game try and, and try and take three points. You try and win every game because I think everyone is beatable in this league. But, with the conditions and stuff on, on the day and the fact that they went one and up come back into the game and show that we could get back into it after going to go down you know we were we were happy with a point in the end but hopefully we can take that forward now with us into, into Saturday's game Absolutely I mean for anybody who didn't manage to make it to the environment to see your first game in a township against Stevenage what can Harrogate Town fans expect from you what, what kind of player do you like to describe yourself as because you've played both in defence and midfield haven't you? Yeah, I've played in midfield a bit, but majority of my career, my football has been at centre half. So that's my position. That's where I'm best. Where I've always seen myself. Um, would like to think that I'm quite consistent player. I always try to, you know, be level every week. I don't try and get too ahead of myself, and I don't get too down if if it doesn't go my way. I always try to stay consistent, and I think that shows my performances. You know, I always. I think that I always put in a decent performance and quite solid. My distribution is decent with the ball as well. I can play as well as as well as well defend, but my job, first and foremost, is to keep the ball out of the net, and that's what I'll be trying to do. Obviously, clean sheets are, are important for me and, and for, for the team here, so 
I suppose that's what you know fans and, and everyone can expect from me is just to try and be solid and, and try and keep clean sheets as well as trying to start attacks from the back as well when I get a chance to do so. Early days, yeah, I know, but from what you've seen, from what you know about the the team so far, realistically, what do you think is a is a good target for the club? for the rest of the season because obviously three points against Sutton on Saturday you start to kind of claw a bit of ground back on that that mid-table pack as it were yeah I suppose it's just trying to you know it's a, it's a bit of a cliche but just try and take every game as it comes um, like I said you can take three points off anyone in this league anyone is beatable it's just who who wants it more on the day I suppose and starting Saturday against it's going to be another tough game I, I'd imagine every game is a, is a tough game but it's definitely winnable and, and we'll be looking to get three points. So I suppose going to try and take points from every game that we play and hopefully we can push towards mid-table and then take from there. But like I said, I don't want to look too far ahead because of the position we're in at the minute. And obviously I don't want to be saying, oh, we're going to finish here, we're going to finish there. I suppose I just have to look to the next game and then hopefully we can push towards mid-table. I suppose that's what we can look towards. If I was turning around now and say we're going to push, hopefully get some wins and push towards the playoffs, I wouldn't be being realistic. So with the position we're in at the minute, I, I suppose just trying to get three points on Saturday and then, and then trying to take three points in the game after that or a point, whatever it is, and try and push towards that mid-table area. Sure, and and what was it that that was key for you that made you decide? Yeah, actually, I want to join Harrogate Town. I want to become part of the family. Yeah, well, I played against Harrogate a few times before when I was at Bradford, and I played against them when I was at, at Morecambe as well this season in the cup. And always thought they were a hard-working bunch of lads, good group, and I always liked the way the manager and the assistant come across as well. And obviously, when you feel wanted, and when a manager and speaks to you and and makes you feel wanted and that plays a big part in it as well. And when I spoke to the manager and spoke to Thurs, you know, they, they made it clear how much they wanted me to come in and, and be a big part of it. And that was music to my ears, really. You know, I, everywhere I've been in my career, I've always been a big part of the team that I've played and teams that I've played and I've always been a starter. I've never been, never really been a squad player. So coming here and playing football was, was the biggest thing for me. And I suppose there's a couple of other things that tick the boxes as well. Um, I don't live too far from Harrogate or the training ground. So... There was a few boxes ticked for me, but like I said, the biggest thing was the football and hopefully now over the next two and a half years that I've signed for, hopefully I can be a, a big part of the club going forward. This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Big thanks to Anthony O'Connor for taking time out to chat to me for this podcast. Next up, the Harrogate Town Hall of Fame, which has been launched to recognise the individuals who have made outstanding contributions to the club's 108-year history. I've been along to speak to the Hall of Fame committee chairman, Bernard Higgins, a long-standing town fan, and we had a good chat about what it's all about. So, the Hall of Fame, Bernard. Where was the idea born because it's, it's very apt given that we're playing Sutton United this weekend just tell us a little bit more well now we're in the football league and the club have got over 100 years of history uh, most football clubs in the football league have got their own hall of fame so a few of us got together and we had a wee chat about setting up a hall of fame we approached the club and Sarah Barry said it was a great idea and she also said the club has been thinking along those lines as well. And I mentioned that I had some connections with Sutton United Football Club because their former manager, Barry Williams, who was famous 
for that great victory that they had in the FA Cup against Coventry in 1989. He was the manager for Sutton in the whole of the 1980s, but he was also my physical education advisor in Barkin and Dagenham in the late 1970s. And when I qualified as a PE teacher, uh, as a student at Carnegie School of Physical Education in Heading in Leeds in 1977, one of my first interviews was in Dagenham. And Barry was on the interviewing panel and he actually appointed me to my first job. So that's the connection with Sutton United Football Club. When we were playing them last season at home, it was one of the last games of the season, and I wanted to pick the brains of some of their directors and a chap called Mickey Joyce, who used to play for Sutton in the 80s in Barry Williams' teams. I introduced myself to him at the game against Sutton last May, I think it was, and he gave me some information about how to get the Hall of Fame organised because they'd been running their Hall of Fame since 2011. And he basically said, start off small, with perhaps 10 to 12 inductees and you can add two or three each year and now they've got between 30 and 40 inductees on their wonderful Hall of Fame board down at their ground. It's something that supporters, club officials, everybody can be proud of. Just explain where it's going to be positioned right. and, and how it works with regards to those people who are going on to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Well, because we were meeting at the Cedar Court Hotel uh, as a committee, we um, decided that initially that it would be a good idea to have, obviously, an area down at the ground. And after speaking to Sarah Barry at the club, um, she informed us that later this season, in March, I believe, there's going to be a supporters bar opened and there's going to be a Hall of Fame there. And there's also going to be a Hall of Fame in hospitality um, so that the sponsors and the way directors and other visitors can view it as well as the supporters in the supporters bar enjoy it there. The club shop in Commercial Street in Harrogate, it's going to have its Hall of Fame because they get lots of supporters coming in to get tickets, to buy kit, etc. After our first meeting at the Cedar Court Hotel, I realised that there was a big wooden board with down lights just sitting empty near where we had our meetings. So I approached the hotel management and uh, with the idea of having a Hall of Fame board there and they quite happily said, yeah, by all means, use it. So before the launch on February the 9th, in a couple of weeks, all the inductees who've been selected, their images and information are going to be on that Hall of Fame board. At the hotel. It was it was begging for a Hall of Fame to have uh, yeah, town put up in lights. Absolutely, and the, the, the hotel are, are fully behind it. The other interesting thing is that a lot of teams that come from down south, they stay at the Cedar Court Hotel on a Friday night, so they have their evening meals there, their breakfast and their pre-match lunch uh, with the players and their coaches, and a lot of their supporters stay at the hotel as well. And when the Hall of Fame board is up and running, they will sit having those meals and stare at that Hall of Fame, at that Harrogate Town Football Club Hall of Fame board, which I think is great because they'll look at that and think, well, Harrogate Town really care about their past, their present and their future. And I think it'll get in their heads and we'll be 1-0 up before we set foot in the pitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's the plan anyway, at least. All about the best of life in Harrogate. This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. I came to Harrogate in December 1994 with my wife. We moved up from London. I taught at Henshaw's initially and then taught in Leeds 
a special school in Pudsey. And um, I started supporting the club from basically since I moved here, 28 years basically. Uh, I used to be a season ticket holder at Arsenal. I love my football. I just get, love the football fix. I love it on a Saturday going to the football on a Tuesday night and uh, it's in the blood. My dad was a full-time professional footballer. He played for Motherwell in the, the late 40s and early 50s. And um, yeah, as I said, it's in the blood. So if Town stay up and Arsenal win the Premiership, it's perfect season for you. Town will stay up. We've brought in two or three really strong players over the last week or so. We're actually, you know, one of the top scorers in the league. Unfortunately, we're shipping a few, you know, too many goals. But uh, we've scored more goals than fourteen other teams in the league. Our league, so we should be at least mid-table in terms of goals scored. We just need to start being tighter at the back. And I think Simon's brought in a couple of strong defenders to shore the the defence up. So, I mean, with regards to the Hall of Fame and obviously the fact that you've been supporting the club since 1994, I would imagine there's there's a a fair few figures that you yourself can suggest who should be on there. Yeah, I mean, all I can say is that the the individuals we've selected, they have dedicated a great deal of their time to helping the club develop in many ways. You know, the pitch, the stadium, uh, the football side, you know, the players the supporters so it's all been inclusive and um, you know we just as a committee we just can't wait to see the the actual finished Hall of Fame when it's up and running Um, we decided at the beginning that we would have uh, 11 inductees and the club goes back to the start to 1914 the people that have been selected reflect the history of the club and we hope that once the 11 well I know what's going to happen uh, once the 11 are up, the inductees are on the Hall of Fame, we're going to open up the 12th man, so to speak, to the supporters to select, and five individuals will be put forward. So that list will go out. Uh, Hal will put the list out on the media, you know, on the social media. social media side and the club's website. So supporters will be able to choose. We'll be given one vote to select who they think should be the 12th man. We've got 11. There's 11 in a football team. The 12th man reflects... I mean, in, in the olden days, there was no substitutions. Uh, and then the FE decided that there was one substitute allowed and this will be our 12th man. Great idea. I love it. And how big can this get? Is it something that can just grow and grow and grow? Yeah. Or will there be a cap where you go, right, we've got enough? Um, Sutton United, Mickey Joyce, their, their chairman, former player, he, he, as I said, he said, start off small and build. So we've taken their advice and at least two more inductees will be selected each season to join the Hall of Fame board. In 10 years' time, there'll be 30-odd individuals on there and it'll grow each year uh, and that'll reflect the history of the club. I know some people will say... Why are they not on it? Why, you know, why have they not been selected? But there is a list, an extensive list of people that have been selected with the help of Phil Harrison, the club historian, and two more individuals at least will be selected each season by the Hall of Fame committee and they will go and join the first 12 inductees. I think that's nice though because it will create discussion and, and that's... Part of the the beautiful aspect of, of football, of any sport, that, that people have have opinions and they they share their love and their and their viewpoints, and it really epitomises for me the hashtag that we see on social media: proud to be town. Yes. It will give continuity 
because there's going to be four different venues where the Hall of Fame board will be at the club, at the Cedar Court Hotel and at the club shop, supporters will be able to go and view it in four different places. So it's inclusive and it opens up the history of the club to everybody especially the supporters, and I'm sure they'll be like me. I've been so proud and privileged to be involved in the Harrogate Town Hall of Fame committee and um, I look forward to the next few seasons when we will be choosing at least two more inductees each season to join the first at 12. (laughs) 